so I didn't know I was on the schedule today, which is, that's no problem. Those things happen. So I didn't prepare anything, but I think the rosary prepares itself. The rosary is such an integral part of what we do and pray. And people, non-Catholics, will say to us often, why? It's not biblical. Well, actually, it is very biblical. You know, the rosary is not just a bunch of Hail Marys. Now, do you know that as tradition goes back centuries, that the monks used to pray, do you all remember how many psalms there are in the Old Testament? How many psalms are there? 150 psalms. And the monks back centuries ago would pray all 150 every single day. Now, some of those psalms can be kind of long. So it was difficult if you weren't a monk to do that. Now, the monks had the time. If they were cloistered monks and desert fathers, they would have the time to pray 150 psalms in a day. But for the laity that wanted to imitate the monks in a life of prayer and virtue, finding the time to pray all 150 psalms, not always possible when you've got a family to take care of and a spouse or whatever it might be. So an imitation of the monks praying 150 psalms, there began a tradition of praying 150 Hail Marys. So it was an imitation of the monks to pray 150. Now, where'd they get 150? Well, each rosary, and this developed into a rosary of three sets of 50. Now, in each of the sets of 50, we have a whole story. So tradition soon allowed them to attach mysteries. So you have the monks praying 150 psalms every day. Then the laity took up praying 150 Hail Marys every day. <clears throat> and soon they started attaching the biblical stories. They weren't made up stories. They weren't pagan stories. They were biblical. We just read about the Annunciation. That's one of the joyful mysteries, the first one. Then right after this, Mary goes to visit Elizabeth. That's the second joyful mystery, the visitation. Then the third joyful is the birth of Jesus. Which one of these are not scriptural? Then the next one is the presentation in the temple. Then the next one after that is finding the Jesus in the temple when he was a young boy. Which one of those fives is not biblical? They all are. So the tradition began attaching these mysteries of the scriptural life of Jesus and Mary to these Hail Marys that they were praying every day. So they were praying 150, and soon they divided them up into three groups of 50. How many rosaries, how many Hail Marys do we pray in a rosary? We pray 50. We pray 10 Hail Marys with five mysteries. So there's 50. Now you have 50 for, I just mentioned, the joyful mysteries. Then you have 50, and what is the joyful mysteries about? It's about the birth of Jesus, right? Then you have 50 Hail Marys for the sorrowful. That's the death of Jesus. 
You have the resurrection. Or, no, sorry, sorrowful. You have the agony in the garden, scriptural. You have the scourging at the pillar, scriptural. You have the crowning with thorns, scriptural. You have the hearing of the cross, scriptural. You have the crucifixion and death of our Lord, scriptural. So all of these mysteries are about the death of Jesus. Then we have the glorious mysteries, which are after he dies. We have the resurrection, scriptural. We have the ascension of our Lord. So you get the point here, scriptural. So we go on and we see an interesting pattern here. You have the joyful 50 mysteries, or excuse me, 50, 50 Hail Marys with the five joyful mysteries about the birth of Jesus. You have 50 Hail Marys and five mysteries with the death of Jesus, the sorrowful. And you have the 50 Hail Marys and the five glorious mysteries with the resurrection. Those became the three traditional sets of mysteries that everybody embraced. And many people were upset when John Paul II, many say, added to the rosary. What's missing? We went from the birth of Jesus to the death of Jesus to the resurrection of Jesus. What's missing? The life, thank you, somebody said it, the life of Jesus. That's why John Paul gave us the luminous mysteries. So in this luminous mysteries, what do we have? The baptism of Jesus. Scripture. Right? We have the intercession of Mary at the wedding feast of Cana, or the man, I should say, the manifestation of our Lord at the wedding feast of Cana, scriptural, John 2. Then we have the proclamation of the kingdom and the call to conversion, scriptural. Then we have the transfiguration, scriptural. Then the fifth one, we have the institution of the Eucharist. Ah, gotcha, Father, not scriptural. John 6, scriptural. So you see, in the development of the rosary, it's not pagan. We have a beautiful story of the scriptures. We have a beautiful unfolding of the mysteries of the lives of Jesus and Mary from the Bible. We have a gift in this prayer. Now, some people might argue, well, you know, Father, it says in 1214, Mary gave... St. Dominic, the rosary. We have no church document confirming that. Well, okay, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Tradition says it happened. Tradition gives us an idea of the importance of the rosary. And you know, it's been said, and I, I think there's a lot of truth to this, that if you pray the rosary daily, you cannot live in mortal sin. And I said, wait a minute, how, wait a minute. I'm not so sure about that. Think about it. If you're living in mortal sin, 
and you're praying the rosary, every day you're mortal sinning and every day you're praying the rosary, something's got to give. If you keep praying the rosary, either you're going to stop mortal sinning or if you keep mortal sinning, you're going to stop praying the rosary. Something is going to give. So if you are trying to get out of sin, grave sin, persevere in the rosary. It's not pagan. It's scriptural. Now we do, on Thursdays, we do a kind of a fun video every week. We do our Saturday teachings every week, which are teaching about our faith. And then every Wednesday night, we have our EWTN show, which we invite you all to join us, 6.30 p.m. You can see it on our website, livingmercy.org. If you missed it last night, we had a beautiful show on last night about St. Faustina. And we had a great story about who St. Faustina is. And the Meet of Marian, because one of the segments on the show is Meet of Marian, we did Father Kaz. It is beautiful. He's just brimming with just, just beautiful light. So if, if, you, if you're having a down day, turn on that episode. Go to livingmercy.org and watch Father Kaz from last night. So anyway, the beautiful gift that we have in, in being able to minister now through the live streams and because of Brother Mark setting all this up, allows us, and every Thursday we do a video that we ask called Ask a Marian, where people submit questions, and we have some fun with it. And so I did one today that we'll be releasing tonight about Our Lady of the Rosary, because today, and how did Our Lady of the Rosary come about? Well, it came about because back in 1571, the 14th, 15th, 16th centuries Islam had been taking over a lot of Christian lands and through the Mediterranean on land and then onto the sea. And they were marching westward. And in fact, they were getting very close to where they would be taking over Rome. And many feared that if Islam took over Rome, that that would be the end of Christianity. So the three papal state or the papal states and the powers of Genoa or Genoa, and Spain gathered together and called the Holy League. And I remember when I was a kid watching the super friends or the superheroes, and they called them the Justice League. This was the true Justice League, the Holy League. So Spain, Genoa, and the Papal States. And the Pope, which by the way, it's allowed in our catechism, the church has always taught Self-defense is allowed. So the church saw Christendom disappearing. Islam had taken two-thirds of Christianity. And they were marching westward, and the threat or the thought was that they were going to get into Rome. So the Holy Father called upon this Holy League to try to stop the advancement of the Ottoman Turks, the Islamic Turks coming across. And so they only had 200 ships and they were greatly outnumbered at Lepanto. And Lepanto had became a famous battle. Not because we were trying to draw a sword for the sake of fighting. It was at this point, self-defense, trying to preserve Christendom from disappearing. And the Holy Father said, pray the rosary. 
and all 200 ships, every sailor, every man on those ships prayed the rosary. All the people of Europe prayed the rosary. All the people in preparation for this battle of Lepanto in 1571 prayed the rosary. They were so outnumbered that only a miracle could happen to save them. And that's exactly what happened. This wind switched at the last minute and so many unbelievable factors happened and there was a defeat and a saving of Christendom. And it became known as Our Lady of Victory. In fact, there's a church in New Jersey, the very first place I ever spoke in my life was Our Lady of Victory in New Jersey. And I laughed because when I played high school football, we had an old tough coach. Oh, he was tough. And he'd, he'd give his pregame pep talk and he'd, he was just this really burly, just this really tough. He goes, I want you to get out there, knock them down, run them into the ground. Now let us pray. <laughs> Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. And so <laughs> that was Coach Sanderson. So Our Lady of Victory over the years became Our Lady of the Rosary because it was the rosary that saved Christendom. And so today, let us honor this most awesome gift. And please join us on Saturday. I will be doing a Saturday talk. Now, I was supposed to do it before, but I did, ran out of time with St. Francis because he was so great. So this Saturday, I'm going to do St. Therese. And St. Therese is a special connection to the rosary. So we invite all of you to come if you're in the local area here live on Saturday at 11 o'clock. I'm flying to Florida today, but I'm flying back tomorrow just to do the Saturday talk. Then I will be leaving right after the talk to fly to D.C. for the Rosary Rally. So we invite you if you're in the D.C. area to join us for the Rosary Rally. And then after that, I ask for your prayers. I'm going to um, go home to try to help my parents for a couple days. So thank you um, for your prayers and know you're in our prayers. But to finish, this rosary was such a gift. And I want to finally address her that one common complaint that we hear, and that is that it's vain, repetitious prayer. Well, first of all, the Bible does warn against vain, repetitious prayer. But the first question I think we Catholics should ask is, what's vain? about everything that's scriptural. Well, the Hail Mary. Well, we just read the Hail Marys in the Bible. Angel Gabriel came and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Then she goes to see Elizabeth. Elizabeth says, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. It carries the Christ child. So, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. These are the words of Gabriel and Elizabeth, what's vain about that? Nothing. And then Holy Mary. Well, she said, blessed are you. Well, that means holy. And then in Mother of Holy Mary, Mother of God. Well, that's not in the Bible. Yes, Elizabeth says, how is it that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So it's not vain. I don't know anything in the Bible that's vain. And repetitious, we have to understand, repetition, what the Bible warns against, is that you're not just repeating yourself to be heard. 
You're just not over and over and drowning everybody out and, and praying more and more and more so God hears me and not you. That's what it means by vain repetitious prayer. Repetitious prayer is not banned. Read the Bible. The angel comes and says, holy, holy, holy. What do the angels say in the birth of Jesus? Glory, 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 gloria, gloria, gloria. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. When thing is emphasized in the original language, it is, there's no superlative in the language of, of the scriptures. We say the best. They would say good, good, good. It means their version of superlative. They do repeat things. Repetitious prayer is not banned. Vain repetitious prayer that I'm repeating to drown you out so God only hears me and answers my prayer. Repetitious prayers throughout the Bible. When it's repeated, it's repeated to show its importance. The Bible says the Lamb of God 28 times in the book of Revelation. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God is repeated over and over. All this is repeated. <clears throat> so it's not vain, repetitious prayer. And then finally, I always say to people, well, you know, it's really, the rosary is not even really about the Hail Marys. And I show this in my video tonight that you might find on our YouTube channel. The Hail Marys are just background music. When you pray the rosary, it is not just sitting there rambling a bunch of Hail Mary prayers. When you pray the rosary, how are you to pray the rosary? You are praying the rosary, meditating on the mysteries that we just mentioned, the annunciation, the visitation, scourging at the pillar, the agony in the garden, the crucifixion, the crowning with thorns, the resurrection, the ascension, the baptism of Jesus, the wedding at Cana, the proclamation of the kingdom, the transfiguration. These are how we pray the rosary. We are meditating on those scriptures. And what are, what are the Hail Marys? They're just background music. And on the video, I used an example of some of the movies that when you watch a movie, <clears throat> what do you do? You focus on the plot. And the music that comes is just background music to help you focus on the plot. And so that is what the rosary does for us. What is the plot? The mysteries of the life of Jesus and Mary from Scripture. What are the Hail Marys? The words of Scripture, yes, but they're background music. So the rosary is not pagan. It's not vain, repetitious prayer. It's scriptural. And it's a beautiful tradition of our faith that very much is needed today. And the message of Fatima, pray the rosary. The message of Our Lady in so many apparitions, pray the rosary. Why? You're worshiping Mary. No. To Jesus through Mary. And when we need to find Jesus, there's no better way to find him than his mother. Remember, there's only one way to the Father, and that's Jesus Christ. But there's many ways to Jesus. Peter came to Jesus through Andrew. Nathaniel came to Jesus through Philip. I came to Jesus through my father. There are many ways to Jesus, but there's no better way than his mother. And that's what the rosary is.
Rosary isn't worship of Mary. Rosary is the worship of Jesus through the scripture and the guidance of his mother. You can't do better than that. And coupled with the chaplet of divine mercy, you got the most powerful prayers outside the mass. The rosary is like meditation on scripture. The chaplet is like the sacrifice of the liturgy or the Eucharist. So God bless you all. And don't be afraid to pray your rosary. Don't be afraid to be Catholic. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.